0: this isn't just shopping, this is a unique place to be. Shop, dine and socialise in this iconic destination with premium boutique stores, exciting restaurants and a luxurious everyman cinema, all under one roof. This is Princess Square, home to Dermalogica, Reese, Carvela, Space NK, Kate Spade and many more of your favourite luxury brands. Discover Princess Square.
1: Bucan Street, Glasgow. Get ready for the most heartwarming wedding podcast experience you've ever encountered. Picture this, the enchanting world of Scottish weddings come alive right in your ears. We've gathered a star-studded cast of guests to sweep you off your feet, We're talking about dreamy grooms who go above and beyond in their wedding planning escapades, conjuring up the perfect elopements that will make your heart skip a beat. And oh, the bridal designers we'll introduce you to. We're here to hold your hand and keep you on track with your very own wedding checklist. Because lovebirds, timing is everything. Welcome to Let's Talk Weddings with your Scottish wedding. Lights, camera, and wedding magic.
0: They had the insert in the invitation where they'd researched different accommodation options of all budgets in the in the locality so you know you could go all out you could stay in a lovely hotel you could stay in an Airbnb they had all these suggestions and then also ideas of well if you are traveling because again they had a whole contingent traveling from England from Ireland if you are gonna have to not have to but if you are gonna travel up to the highlands here's things that you might want to do to actually make your trip into more than just a weekend wedding and really enjoy the area too
1: Back to let's talk weddings with your Scottish wedding. We've actually got a special on today or a special topic, and it's Katie Bledcher and myself here with you. So, railcard.co.uk, so our national rail railcard service, um, released an email not so long ago about wedding guests and how much they average they spend on average to attend a wedding. So Katie, you and I thought we might have a little bit of a discussion on this because I mm. was I was kind of shocked at the cost, but also not very shocked at the cost. I and realized that goes into a lot of thinking.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, just to glance over the press release that they sent us, they were saying that the average cost is £400 per wedding guest, which initially mm. does sound like a lot, but the more I thought about it and broke it down, I've been to two weddings this year, I thought that's actually not that much at all yeah. and this is before we're even talking about attending a hen do or a stag do or a sten or a hag if you're part like one of the really close friends but mm. I just think it's uh they were using this to illustrate savings that could be made on traveling to a wedding um if you do one of these rail cards but um I just think 400 pounds isn't doesn't go that far when you break it down so what they were saying on the average accommodation for the night per person is 84 40 and yes i'm mm. thinking i don't know when i last got a hotel room anywhere or even a and b for less than 100 pounds probably
1: when i'm attending right, and yeah. um, unless it's comped so yeah. if that's per person then maybe a room is 160 but you've yeah. got two people staying or if the rooms are comped somehow and that's what you're contributing towards it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. just getting a room for 84. Nah, not going to happen. Yeah. No,
0: <laughs> no. And then depending on where you are, like has anyone tried to book anywhere in Edinburgh recently? It's uh, You're not getting a premier in or anything for that. Exactly. So uh, then they're saying that the average outfit is eighty three thirty on clothes and yes I know that one thing that really struck me actually last year at our your Scottish Wedding Awards is when going around asking people about their outfits the amount of people who were buying outfits from Sheen or Vinted and they are getting mm. these amazing bargains but if you're not doing that if you're not seeing something on one of these great sites or you've like me I'm old school have to go in and try something on because I just cannot be bothered mm. with the hassle of sending stuff back an average outfit for me is, yes, going to start off with a dress around that eighty sort of mark for a wedding dress for or a wedding guest dress, especially depending on who it is, if it's a family wedding yeah. or something like that. But then I've also thought, well, taking your fake tan if you're doing that. And now this is maybe maybe mm-hmm. in high maintenance, but fake <laughs> tan uh, for my brother's wedding. I went and I had my hair and my makeup done as well. Yeah. I'm not one for getting my nails done, but I know that for so so many other people, that is a crucial element of it. Mm. So you've got all that to take into account. Then if you're a man hiring a kilt outfit, that's £100 at least Mm. a lot of the time. My son, his outfit was about £130 and he's five for a kilt outfit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they're talking about the price of a gift it's nine is their average which mm-hmm. I was having this discussion with friends recently what is the the okay amount to give yeah what's gift.
1: appropriate
0: what's yeah. appropriate yeah and I think I think sometimes you get a little bit skewed I remember we went through a phase my friends and I there were eight weddings within one year and it was uh, getting to the point where, well, they're all close friends. So it was mm. an average of 100 per per um gift, if not more. And then yeah. you start going to other weddings where maybe they aren't such close friends. And you go, well, what is the inappropriate amount? Of, I have no idea. And back into it this year with two weddings, just thinking, what do I give? And what mm. seems suitable yeah. if I'm an all day guest or if it's a family member? It's... um. Engaging it all, and then they're also saying fifty pounds on drinks, which I also thought was conservative. But I don't know if that's just because I'm used to <laughs> Scottish and weddings, and this was seems to me to be very much driven through English, uh, research. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, I think you're not. And then much. additional food and snacks, travel. <laughs> but, do you know? Because I've. It is a lot, especially if you're having to travel, like even going down to England, if you've got to drive or like we've got pets. So if if we can't have them stay with the in-laws, then Mm -hmm. who do they go to? Then you have to think of a kennel. There's a lot that goes into being a guest at a wedding and taking that on. And it's not just a decision of I really want to be there. It's I want to be there, but can I afford it? Can I Mm -hmm. actually make it there or can I only afford to send you a gift? I know,
0: which is lovely if you do do that and you're still mm. thinking, well, I can't be there, but I do want to send you a gift because I'm not sure that everyone would still think of that too. But yeah, um, and you're talking about pets. So I'm thinking about children. If the children aren't invited yes. to, then who do you get to look after your kids? Um, If you're lucky enough to have family or friends to leave them with, brilliant. If you're having to actually get some childcare involved for the day mm. as well, that all amounts up as well. So
1: yeah, exactly. I, yeah.
0: I'd be interested to hear from our readers and our listeners how much they think is acceptable or what they think, um, whether they think this £400 is realistic or not. And another thing that really struck me was, like I say, you go through through peaks in your life where all you seem to do is attend weddings every weekend. <laughs> uh, it does hit you with that four weddings and a funeral style stage. Mm. Um, and you you start thinking gosh, where's all my money gone this year? And yeah. it has just gone to weddings, especially if it's all the same friends from the same group. It's like, well, it'll be a yeah. different outfit most times. Yeah. I don't know of many people who would think, oh, I'm going to rewire the same dress to all these weddings.
1: <laughs> it's. I, I don't know if I would. I think I'd like to think I would, but at the same time, you want to have a bit of diversity mm-hmm. and to do something a bit differently for yourself more so than anything else yeah and
0: also I think there's something still very special about being chosen and being invited to a wedding Mm. that you feel well I'm going to make the effort I'm going to dress up and you know look my best and and really treat it as a fun the fun celebration that it should be and Mm. really enter the spirit of things yeah another interesting thing that struck me about this is the sustainability aspect of all this travel involved in weddings. And I know it's something that we've discussed in the past, past with the different suppliers talking about ways that you can undercut that travel expenditure. So in the past, or still currently, you may get people who say, well, I'm set on a traditional church wedding in my Mm. own church, but then I've also got my heart set in this venue that's an hour away. And laying on buses for that, at least, where it means that it's just that one carbon footprint instead of everyone taking individual cars or taxis to then get to it but that's i think where the beauty of a one location wedding comes into play Mm. too where you can choose to get married in the venue and then flip it or use a different element of that space for your the rest of the celebrations and it's Mm. not necessarily something that then eliminates the uh, having a religious wedding because having discussed this with one of our um, church of scotland ministers recently um he was saying well now the, you know you're not limited to having a church wedding they will come out they'll get married marry you by a lock or in a venue whatever you want so which I think is really good absolutely and if that can cut down people's travel costs it's just one other benefit of it
1: i would be really interested to hear Which of our readers and listeners take into account the cost for their guests. Um, Most of my family is international. So for me, Uh it's always been something that I will have to consider. One, do I invite them or do I invite because I want them there, but I know they can't make it, but it's nice to be invited anyway. And so I've always been in that mindset that I have to take into consideration who who I invite. And the costs of them traveling, because some of them Mm. are in Australia or Africa, and it's not easy to get here. Um, And if they come, it's not just for a weekend, it's a couple of weeks that you're asking them to come out for to make it worthwhile, right? But it would be interesting how many think of people that are just down the road or live in the same vicinity as them, or like, do you think about the cost for your guests? And I know that's a lot to put on a couple because it is their Mm -hmm. day to do something that they love. But... It would be nice to hear from people how they've managed that and and how they've worked those things out for themselves as well, if they have. Uh, It's certainly something that I'm going to be taking into consideration. Absolutely. My wedding wasn't quite so international,
0: but still it was a wedding back home in Northern Ireland. And that very much chose my Hindu destination then. I wanted Mm. it to be somewhere. There were still friends who had to fly like from down south to come to a hendy in Edinburgh, um, and then had to fly to Northern Ireland for the wedding. But the vast majority of us, it was just a quick train ride down from Dundee mm. for the weekend. Um, and it was something I wanted to take into consideration. The only people who had to, or two of the only people who had to get in a flight were my two best friends from back home. So they flew over from Belfast, but then I knew that they wouldn't have to travel for the actual wedding
1: for the wedding,
0: been able they wouldn't have to pay for accommodation because they could just stay at one of their mums down the road from the from the hotel and actually mm. free up mm. spaces for the guests who did have to travel but yeah it was in the back of my mind and like you say we did have some family in Australia who we knew wouldn't where would be very unlikely mm. to travel because they'd made their like once in however many years trip already the year that we got engaged but still yeah. we sent the invitation um and I think when you're considering all the things involved in your wedding save the dates is definitely one thing which is so good to it's not your traditional oh we send the invitation six weeks before you've got Mm. your save the date even a year before the actual wedding to allow people who are having to travel to get themselves organized to book those cheaper flights or get sorted and try and Mm. look around for good accommodation I think as well um just thinking to my brother and sister-in-law's wedding they had the insert in the invitation where they'd research different accommodation options of all budgets in the, Fantastic. in the locality. So, you know, you could go all out, you could stay in a lovely hotel, you could stay in an Airbnb. They had all these suggestions of, and then also ideas of, well, if you are traveling, because again, they had a whole contingent traveling from England, from Ireland. If you are going to have to not have to, but if you are going to travel up to the <laughs> Highlands, here's things that you might want to do to actually make your trip into more than just a weekend wedding and yeah. really enjoy the area too.
1: One thing that I I was wondering is if you do get a save the date card, is it safe to mm-hmm. assume you will get the invitation to the wedding?
0: Yes. I would say that yeah. would be pretty poor form to send out a save the date and then go, like We're not going to invite <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: you. I'm yeah. sure
0: it has happened, probably with COVID more so than anything, yeah. whenever people's numbers were up and down and changing with all the different regulations. But yeah, can you imagine the conversation of a save the date? <laughs> when someone goes ahead and then they never get an invitation. I'd well, say we're just that telling you that's the day defender. we're
1: getting married that's information purposes (laughs) if
0: you choose to send us a gift but don't even think about showing up to the wedding (laughs) (laughs) I was at a wedding um at the start of the month and again it's an element in all the speeches thanking people who have made the effort and traveled from abroad so that was a wedding in Dundee, but people had travelled mm. from as far away as Australia, there were people from the Far East, there were people had come over from America for it so it ended up, it was such an international wedding, there was a whole contingent over from France and Italy too um, as well as <laughs> Donegal there was a big, like the Gold family too and it was lovely, it was a huge wedding but it was, you could tell how well thought of the uh, couple are too, that people had just done this and made such an effort mm. to travel for it
1: yeah so to sum this up do you think then that the rail cards estimate of 400 pounds per person per wedding is actually a lot cheaper than than what you will probably spend on a wedding I think it's conservative I don't know if that's
0: a lot of the weddings that I go to and have attended in the past but yeah I think I think it also plays into where you've met your Mm. either your partner or where their family's from where your family's from where you've met a lot of the friends that you're going to be inviting to or where you've ended up you and I have both ended Mm. up in Scotland and clearly not from here so there's either a Scottish contingent with your partner who have to travel or the other way around Mm. so yeah I think 400 pounds and if you're saying that their travel is talking about it being 68 pounds on travel That's not a fill-up time
1: petrol these days. (laughs) That doesn't work for us. (laughs) That's within four hours of driving distance. That works, maybe.
0: (laughs) I'm sure they said as well that uh, there was a percentage in this press release where it was saying people would be prepared to travel up to two hours for a couple that they don't even know that well. I'm thinking
1: two hours is also pretty, pretty conservative. And also, who's who's inviting people that they don't know very well to their weddings?
0: Yeah, this strikes me as one of these Maybe weddings where perhaps me. parents have a huge amount
1: of points <laughs> over the invitation list. Quite possibly, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think
0: £400 is conservative. And I think if you are looking at you, a year in your calendar with a lot of weddings, it's good to have that little side side hustle (laughs) Mm. i also have a little side account set up just for to get you through all the wedding presents hindus and all your accommodation for the next while
1: absolutely so dear listeners if you have thought of this or if you were surprised by costs then please get in touch with us you can email us tag us on all of the social medias tell us your stories that we can have another episode like this where we actually discuss what you come back with Is 400 a lot? Is it too little? What would you expect to pay? And if you're a bride or groom what would you expect your guests to pay? Could be quite interesting to find out Get in touch Yes, thank you Katie Until Thanks. next time <laughs> <laughs> Bye everyone Bye <laughs> that's it from us on let's talk weddings with your scottish wedding don't forget to listen and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and if you'd like to be featured on next week's story get in touch with sales at your